0: Anyway, in uh, today's episode, by the way, in the description I wrote, you might be hearing my neighbor cutting grass. I don't know who the hell cuts grass at 7.30 in the morning. I really don't. It is, I guess people are that fucking bored, man, like, stay indoors, indoors, indoors. By the way, that's a Spongebob reference. Where, uh... Spongebob stayed indoors. (laughs) That's what it makes me think of, like, this whole fucking... Rule. Of stay indoors. Social distancing. Keep away from everybody. They might have it. They might. They might have it. So... (laughs) I... I, I will say this folks, I I am at that peak of insanity. I I mean for God's sakes I made a Ramones joke. And I love the Ramones. Beat on the brat. Beat on the brat. <laughs> It's a good fucking song, by the way, for those of you who've never heard it. Um, But... This whole... Insanity. This whole... Paranoia. Is ridiculous. Um, So... For me, I, I... I look at it like... I don't know what we're doing anymore. People are scared and and for me, I, I find it, you know, annoying. People are terrified. Hello. <laughs> right. So, people are like—they're terrified. I mean, I think—I think what what it is is, is, is that people? I look—I look at people who've been posting a lot. The I- April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to believe it's April now for example, it doesn't help much that we have a governor in our state. I don't, nobody voted for him in. <laughs> Literally. Like, we had one governor who got kicked out of office because he had an affair. Yeah, shocker. A politician has an affair. Um... I remember I cracked this joke. And I remember a lot of people got mad at me. Because they said it was, you know, a horrible joke to say. And I was like, well, we got our first Jewish governor ever, and everyone betrayed him. <laughs> everyone just looked at me and they were like, what? I was like, well, now he knows how Jesus felt. And everybody looked at me going like I just fucking killed somebody. <laughs> and... It was a joke. Because... For those who never met me... I... By telling jokes... I wanted to be a comedian. And everybody just looked at me like... I fucking murdered somebody. In front of them. And the thing is... I voted... The thing that they don't get is... I voted for the guy in office. <laughs> So the joke's on me. I voted for the, the first Jewish governor because I didn't like the the person I was running against, Clara McCaskill. <laughs> no, it was it was a, no, it wasn't Claire. But the, the thing is, I, I no, it was Josh Holly. I voted for the the, the governor. I still voted for because you know, but I miss Jay Nixon. Like who I voted for as well I voted Democrat and Republican for those who don't know hell I voted for Barack Obama that vote still bit me in the ass so (laughs) and no I did not vote for Trump it was him and Hillary it was like either way for fucked (laughs) it it was like literally the red wire or the blue wire either way nothing's gonna go good (laughs) So it was literally that situation and this governor now, the farm boy the small the farm boy from the small town in Missouri is completely locked down our state. <laughs> Where we cannot leave the state. We are stuck in this state. And it's possibly till August. And I the thing of the thing about it is it it's it, you know, I don't listen to him. <laughs> I listen to Trump. <laughs> I'm going to Trump and I'm like, what are we gonna do? <laughs> and I I, I I will say this. I feel horrible for the president. I really do. Any direction he goes, people are critical of it. They're like you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. No. 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 So, one thing that I, I, I wanted to talk about... And I love conspiracy theories. I am a huge conspiracy theory junkie. I love that shit. I believe full heartedly and nobody talks about this oddly enough not even on the conspiracy theories message boards nobody's talking about it they're focused in on what this presidential bill is that's signed into law where everything is possibly done for I don't know I put my faith in God <laughs> cause that's who I'm going with all my baskets are in that. And for me, I full heartedly believe this. I believe China really, really, really did this. I, I believe that China unleashed this coronavirus first on their people who were protesting against them in Hong Kong. Then everybody who supported them, and China is a shithole of a country. It is like I. And one thing I I also wanted to point out is: Have you? Has anybody ever noticed that the most people who are scared the most out of this are the Hollywood celebrities? and rich people. Does anybody know that, like... And the thing is, is, like, they are the most scared individuals. And those fuckers live in a mansion. They have all the money in the world. They're stocked up. Except Brian Philippine, who apparently likes going to get a sub sandwiches and stuff, even though... Everybody says you should stay in your homes. And they're all scared. They're all, like, fucking terrified. And they all look like shit, by the way. If you ever look at them, like... Apparently not enough blood... You know, not enough adrenochrome... Agenochrome, which is uh, adrenaline blood they feed off of. Because adrenochrome is apparently... um, Adrenaline pumped blood and people who drink it or whatever they do with it it makes them youthful. That's what apparently it is. Except for me, I drink a little bit of the bubbly, which I'm drinking strawberry bubbly. Not bad. (laughs) The good news uh, I mean, I'm out of the bad news is I'm out of uh, strawberry bubbly. And all I have is cranberry. I'm like fuck. <laughs> so <laughs> once I'm out of that, I luckily, I luckily, I, I get paid tomorrow, and um, I get paid tomorrow. Um, I'm giving my one thing. My one thing I feel bad for is like my sister has a cold, like allergies. And uh, she was. I was like, "Are you gonna go to the doctor?" She goes, "I gotta pay the doctor eighty bucks so I could go in." I was like, "Really?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, fuck! I'll give you eighty bucks tomorrow because she has. Uh, for those who don't know, she has a scar on her lung where she had asthma." And I was saying, like, "Shit! Like, you know, you need to go in there because you have a scar on your lung. You have, you know, you had asthma as a kid, growing up." She's like, yeah, I know. I was like, well, I'm going to give you 80 bucks. You're going to go in the fucking doctor. Because <laughs> she took... Uh, for those who don't know, she... She had, like, allergies before the virus The virus thing happened. And she broke out in hives. She took this medicine. Or, uh, her friend said, like, this will get rid of the cold. You just drank this liquid. It's like uh, Alka-Seltzer. No, Alka-Seltzer, yeah cold and flu she drank it and she broke out in fucking hives (laughs) like her head was burning and itching and like she broke out in hives and she had to go to the hospital so I was like well I'm giving you money you're going to the fucking doctor (laughs) like this virus thing is no fucking joke (laughs) like even though none of us have it it's apparently no fucking joke so that's where she's going if I have to drive her ass there. You're going to the doctor. You're taking... <laughs> yeah. So, that's what's going on in my world. Um, so, <clears throat> I know a lot of people are like, do you have it? No. I may sneeze and cough, but I sleep with the fan on. And it comes back and bites me in the ass as well, so... Everything's coming back. (laughs) So, um, one thing I wanted to point out is all these celebrities apparently have Corona. I don't know what they're touching. I don't want to know what they're touching. (laughs) But they all have it. And... Idris Elba. Really, neighbor? The sun is not even out, dude. It's cloudy as shit. So. (laughs) The neighbor. uh, Sorry, not my neighbor. Uh, Idris Elba. He's not my neighbor. If he is, I'd be like, that movie Cat sucked ass, (laughs) alright? I don't know what the fuck this dude was thinking. Like, I love cats, but I'm sure if you put a cat to watch the movie Cats, they would look at us and be like, what the fuck were you people thinking? (laughs) He's so weird. He is. Like, everybody is... This question came up, and he got defensive. Everybody was asking, how did he get the testing kit for Corona? because it wasn't available to anybody at the time now it's available now you could just go to your doctor like I need the corona test like I I, I went to my doctor and we were talking about it like me and and my doctor we we talk even though he is on my case about you need to slim down more which I am I slim down even though I bulked up working out lifting weights and all that and he says you need to lay off the hard stuff which I'm doing by the way I'm trying I'm doing this Mediterranean diet mostly eating salads and stuff which I was never a meat eater like I was more of a vegetarian type person even though I love deli meat I love deli sandwiches and and stuff but It's, you know, the Mediterranean diet, like, the salads are fucking perfect. You get greens, you get cucumber, you get red onion, you get tomatoes, lots of tomatoes, which I'm just like, shit, I love it. (laughs) Uh, Feta cheese, you know, stuff like that, black olives, like, you you put all this stuff in there, it's like, it's really good fucking stuff to, to, you know, eat and stuff. The salads are great. Some of the stuff I'm just like... They do pastas and stuff. And I'm just like, no. No. (laughs) Kidding. But (laughs) but one thing I saw... Was this... Vegetarian chili. And one thing I tried was like turkey pepperoni. Like I put pepperoni in my salads at times. Um... I tried a turkey pepperoni, and it's actually really good.
1: Like I thought I would hate
0: it, but it was actually really good. Like I, I thought, like man, this isn't bad. And I love, I love spinach. Like spinach is like my favorite now. Like I, I, I love spinach. I, I don't, I don't eat the canned spinach. I buy like the bag of spinach. I fucking love it. <laughs> I love spinach. And it's and it's not only good for you. It's like really, really good stuff. Like especially in salads, sandwiches, not bad, not bad stuff at all. Like I love spinach, and I was just like that spinach is going in that salad. <laughs> so I am like Popeye the Sailor man <laughs> when it comes to spinach. So. One thing for me um yeah it was basically that that that's one of the things I enjoy is is that not only it's good for you but it gives you a lot of energy which I don't really need <laughs> I have plenty of energy <clears throat> but it's really really good so anyway so <clears throat> One of the things that came up during the. Sorry, I need to go back to the Idris Elba thing. Is he now came up with a new terminology for the testing? He came up with a new terminology for the testing. The testing is called test shaming. I don't know. Like, the first thing I like to know is does anybody sit down and proofread tweets anymore for celebrities or interviews and stuff? Like, I get it. He went on Oprah. Nobody fucking likes Oprah. Like, her falling was hilarious. Where she was talking about balancing, and that bitch couldn't hold the balance. (laughs) So, like, the thing is, it's a question that everybody wants to kind of know the answer to. It's like, where did you get the testing stuff before it became available for everybody? That's an honest question and I'm not saying like this whole coronavirus thing is fake it's not so anyway I believe that there are people who are you know are kind of making it up (laughs) Like, I I don't know if he has it or not. I don't know. But his videos are stupid as hell. And it's like, it's hard to believe that you're a good actor, but yet you are a dumbass behind (laughs) stuff. So, anyway. DC Comics. Let's get to the comic stuff. We're going to talk about it. Uh, A lot of people wanted me to finish what I was saying about... Gotham High. I'd rather be high than read that book. You're probably going to need to be fucking high when you read it. <laughs> so, DC Comics confirms all digital comics are available tomorrow. Um, one thing I wish they would fucking do is... I I love you more one thing I wish they would do is put some of the books on the DC Universe app I feel like I I wanted to rant about this a lot besides the DC Legends game which I fucking quit playing I think everybody quit playing it I quit playing it I I just had enough with it the app kept crashing, freezing up, loading problems. I just quit. So I'm playing uh Injustice Two Which I really enjoy. I really enjoy that, that game. It's it's one of the it's one of those fun things. I, I it adds more content and I love the Injustice comics and in the video games. But I love the comics more than the video games. Um Yeah, I. The comics add more story to it. It it it, it flushes out the universe. In the comics, the first uh, Injustice series, based on Injustice One, it really fleshed out the video game. Like the video game had a good story, like good cutscenes. It looked like a movie, especially two. Injustice Two cutscenes were like brilliant. But the comics really flushed out the universe and, and justice. It gave a you know a backstory. and it made me hate Superman a lot more because <laughs> Superman's a bitch. So I know a lot of people get mad get... like. <laughs> the, the thing is, I mean here's the thing. You know, I have nothing against Superman. At all. I just feel like a lot of Superman fans are stuck in the 1980s. Instead of being part of the current time period. It reminds me of the time when my dad refused to buy a DVD player when it first came out. it took my uncle. <laughs> my uncle bought it. Dropped it off. He goes, welcome to the 21st century. <laughs> and walked out the door. <laughs> um... <laughs> and uh, it was funny um, And my dad was just sitting in the chair going like I don't want it <laughs> So For those of you who are wondering what my dad's like If you ever watch If you ever watch Everybody Loves Raymond Or the Goldbergs Frank and Murray are a mixture of my dad Minus that my dad's not like Murray Goldberg who walks in and drops his pants and sits in his chair in his shirt and underwear. He's not like that at all. My mom would be like, you better put fucking pants on. <laughs> I cleaned that chair. <laughs> and, um, they're, they're, they're a mixture of that. Like, especially Frank. My dad is a bit like Frank Barone. Um, it's, it's kind of funny though, like, he it, it doesn't like technology, like, I, I want to tell this joke, this one was funny, this happened yesterday, I was like laughing hysterically, Um, he was bored, and throughout this virus thing, I said, <laughs> I said to him, like, if the apocalypse happens, apparently it's now, ...according to people. They're over dramatic uh, over-dramatic at times. Doomsday Preppers is no joke. The only problem is... ...we had to keep you, old fart... ...entertained. <laughs> I mean, you sit there... ...and you're like, I'm bored. <sighs> There's nothing on TV. <sighs> people are boring on Facebook. I was like... The, ...you would get us all killed... <laughs> You would give away our location by your boredom. So, and for me, I'm like, I'm prepared. I, I am prepared. Like, once I saw The Walking Dead, I was just like, shit, I don't want to be like Rick. I need to be prepared for everything. So, I have a backpack with me. I have a first aid kit, hand sanitizer, hand wipes, notepad, a pen, a MacGyver knife, which is a Swiss Army knife. I am prepared for this shit. Like, I just take my backpack and I have two bottles of water on the side and the pouches. I'm prepared for this shit. I'm riding out this storm. (laughs) Like, I I recently got my uh, Batman um, plastic water bottle uh, hiker's bottle thing. It's not a bottle thing. It's like a pouch. It's a water pouch. That's what it is. A Batman water pouch. To carry with me. In case I don't have bottles of water. I just have the pouch and I just fill it up and out the door. I am prepared for this shit. I'm riding out this motherfucker. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. And I am always... I've I just always been that way. i always been like, you need to prep and prepare for the storm to quote one of my favorite quotes in a movie called driving lessons when shit hits the fan get a tent and i got the tent and <laughs> that's just kind of how it is in which i do have a tent it's in my my fan <laughs> i don't know why i just always been always been that way i always been like i need to prepare for something and now just like get to stay in your home Which you know reminds me of the SpongeBob episode where SpongeBob gets hurt um, and he stays indoors with the chip and a napkin (laughs) and his friend (laughs) Chip. That's what it reminds me of. It, it reminds me of that episode. <laughs> and of course to though there would be no chips here. <laughs> I mean my cat got bored. My cat got so bored she started beating up Wonder Woman. She found her old she found a Wonder Woman action figure. I had and started throwing it in the air, and just, like, dropping it. She beat up that Wonder Woman figure. Badly. Like that. So, anyway. Back to DC. Um, um, let me click on all these stupid ads. Enough. So, anyway. Uh, DC Comics director... Pub, uh, publicity, publishing, <laughs> sorry, publishing, Michael Shelling has announced a new listing of DC titles that will be available digitally this Wednesday. A report previously made by The Bleeding Cool they no longer will be publishing direct to market aimed monthly titles planned for April 1st, including the much highly anticipated Batman 92. Instead, said those titles will be rescheduling on April 29th. Damn, they pushed Batman back from the beginning of next month to the end of next month. Other DC Comics sources have informed me informed them that they that this will be a pattern going forward while distributing comic stores are in lockdown. Print uh, distribution is absent and reduced with a 4 week delay on digital editions of comics and question. So, instead DC Comics will be offering digital first titles such as Jin Lock, Teen Titans Go, Batman Adventures, collections such as the New Freedom Fighters, trade Transmitulation Book 3 and current listing of Comicology DC Comics uh, Stranded Market Select Titles Books Available Digitally First uh, Wanted um, The Most Dangerous Listing So So here here are are the titles titles that will be available Like Like one one thing thing hold on my girl (laughs) yeah she is definitely Catwoman's girl I don't know where she's at I know she was behind me now she like disappeared which kind of scares me at times I hate it when she does that like she will be standing right next to me or behind me and all of a sudden I look down she's like gone I'm like stop doing that (laughs) even though I taught you that don't do that (laughs) So, anyway, what what I was saying was these digital books. I just I for those who have subscriptions to DC Universe, like myself and many others, it's annoying, annoying. that we pay seven ninety nine or nine ninety nine dollars for a year. I pay seven ninety nine monthly uh same goes with like boomerang which i fucking love which came in handy (laughs) because i've been watching scooby-doo marathons and uh, i sent um and my email and password to the account to my sister so my youngest niece and nephew can watch scooby-doo or be cool scooby-doo um because you know my sister's like they're bored. Can you give me the boomerang password and email? I was like, yeah, <laughs> here you go. And um, the universe, DC Universe app. You know, I. Here's the thing. They don't put new books out. They haven't even updated the Catwoman Rebirth series. They're like at nine issues. Digitally. And they haven't updated the Batman one since Tom King left. So what the fuck were they been doing? And for me it's just like this time it'd be perfect to like have people here in the US who like don't have it be like you want new comics from DC get the app get a subscription to it that would be great but they don't they don't instead it's like you basically got the app for shows that you have to wait a fucking year to get. You don't add new movies except the animated films, which. I'll be honest with you, during this time, uh, I don't want to watch Superman Red Sun. I really don't. Nobody but I'm not making this up. I went to Walmart. <laughs> one time. Um, and I walked past. Where they have super, Superman Red Son. Nobody bought that film. It is like full on the shelf. <laughs> it went like Captain... Like people were buying Captain Marvel over Superman Red Son. I laughed. At it. I laughed. And I was just like, this is funny shit. This is hysterically funny. And nobody bought it. Nobody bought that movie. Everyone knows that movie kind of, you know, it's not that good. You know. I mean, like when Batman Hush, I seen Batman Hush, man. They were sold out. The 14 fifteen dollar DVD was like gone. The one for Superman Red Sun, still there. <laughs> I mean this is one Walmart. I don't know what the other Walmarts are like. But I was just like, damn. Nobody doesn't want it. Even the Snyder films are gone. Yeah. You know, I the thing about it is you know, like, I don't want to watch Superman Red Sun. I don't like Superman. I'm not a Superman fan. It's bad enough I know the character and know how they should make Superman films. You know. But. I don't like the character. I really don't. I don't get people's obsession with it. It's kind of like the same way with Jason Todd. Red Hood it's like why do you make Red Hood such an emo whiny bitch why do you always have to why do you view the character that way like Jason Todd is the toughest SOB character he grew up on the streets of Gotham he got into fights he stole things he got kicked around He's not some whiny emo bitch going like you remember me, Bruce? I remember you How could you forget me, Bruce? It's like it's like shut the fuck up. Stop being a whiny bitch. Like that was the thing that annoyed me with Arkham Knight. And it's like the moment where Bruce could you know Batman could punch him. If I was Batman, I would have punched his fucking lights out. (laughs) Like That's what I would have done. But, you know, I'm not Batman, fortunately. But I would have done it. So here are the first... digital books coming out April 1st. Uh, Batman... uh, I'm sorry. First issue special, number 8. I don't know what it is. Batman The Adventures Continue detective comics 356 I have that um, <laughs> I have that <laughs> I for those who don't know I collect detective comics um, I've been on a journey of like collecting all you know, I'm like ash catch them gotta catch them all gotta catch them all <laughs> and I the reason of it is like detective comics it is where Batman started. I mean, if you ever look back on it, when you ever look at the first appearance of Batman in Detective Comics, you're like, it's hard to believe this one character will create an entire world. And a lot of people are like it created a two billion dollar franchise. It's like, no, you you look at this one moment. This one moment he's standing on the rooftop... And the criminal's like... It's the Batman. You didn't realize... like That one... Signature moment... Creates an entire... Universe. Not only an entire universe... But a way of life. Lifestyle culture. You know... Where people took their... Their code. They took the code from Batman. They created like this lifestyle code... People, like, think think about that. That is, like, the most amazing thing ever in comic book history. It's been around for 80 years. Three, you know, went through different decades of life. I mean, think about that. That is something amazing. You know. So, I mean, that's why I collect the detective comics. Like, it's just, you know, yeah. like... I am still looking... I mean, I found one one thing that kind of stuck out to me. Like, one thing I found on Amazon. I... (laughs) They want a lot for this book. Uh, let me find it. It was something, um... Like, I was just like, man, I would love to have this book... In my collection. But when I saw it, I was just like, I don't know if I could do it. (laughs) Uh... Let me find it. It's one of my favorite, favorite villains. Um, Batman reprint... Uh, DC Comics reprint Batman 121. First appearance in the story of Mr. Freeze. They want 26 95 plus four dollars and 49 cents shipping i saw that i was just like i don't know if i could do it (laughs) i don't know if i could pull the trigger on it like like it it, it's one of my favorite oh no way dc comics dc collectibles batman The animated series mr freeze action figure and uh yeah by the way i did see um Batman the Animated Series props. They made the, they had, like, the Mr. Freeze gun, the Batarang, the grapple gun. Uh, I saw those, and I was just like, that is so cool. Like, when you imagine, like, buying those, and you have, like, if you're a cosplayer, he cosplays Batman from Batman the Animated Series. That is, like, the one version of Batman I would cosplay as. Because I fucking love that cartoon so much. Like, it's pretty much my childhood <laughs> I just I love that animated series and I I look forward to seeing the uh, digital comic Batman the adventure continues so um, after Detective Comics 356 Doorway to Nightmare Number five. Eclipso. Number three. Freedom, Fri- uh, Freedom Fighters. Rise of a Nation. Gin uh, Lock. Fourteen. Justice League of America. Celebration of 60 Years. Super Friends. Number four. Teen Titans Go to Camp. Number six. The Spectre. Uh, Weird Mystery Tales. Number one. Wonder Woman Volume 2 Love is a Battlefield Well, my my Catwoman's going to be excited about that one Wonder Woman Volume 2 Love is a Battlefield I never got to read Teen Titans Go go, uh, Teen Titans Go to Camp I didn't even know they made that (laughs) Like, why didn't anybody tell me that? Like, I love Teen Titans Go Wish people told me that. I, w- I would have read it. Teen Titans Go to Camp. Oh, it looks like a cool book, man. Oh, they got it on Amazon? Gotta see how much they want for it. Ooh. Oh, man. August 4th. Damn it. I'm adding their favorites. wonder if they have it on DC universe kind of doubtful of it but yeah and I've been watching that show too <laughs> during lockdown like I have it on my plate and I'm, you know I have a noise in the background And stuff. Uh, Season 2 of Harley Quinn is coming the 3rd of April. Um, I look forward to it. I do look forward to seeing uh, what season 2 is going to be. I think. I think it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting. I can't wait to see uh, Mr. Freeze. It's gonna be a Catwoman. I can't wait to see Catwoman appear in it. Um, I wonder what her relationship with Harley and Ivy's like, because, yeah. You know, and I, I I hope they bring Batman back. They need to. Um, Gordon too. <laughs> Gordon was like one of my one of my favorites, but the one character that that is my favorite in the first season is Bane. <laughs> Bane is by far is one of my favorites. Um, the Joker and Bane conversation on the phone. You don't believe he crashed the party, Harley, and she brought tigers with her. <laughs> that was my favorite of it like that's the thing I loved was like the whole like conversation like they weren't like villains like they talked like regular humans like you know you had Joker overreacting she crashed a stupid thing <laughs> it was just it was it was funny though like it's it's one of those shows that I I think people you know are gonna get a kick out of it like Alfred Molina's doing the voice of Mr. Freeze Alfred Molina Doc Ock is voicing Mr. Freeze who would've thought that like like, that was like I was just like you got the right guy for the job like yeah it is just insane. Like... I love it. Um... You know, just... You know, I dig it. Like... I dig that they got, um... You know, Alpha Molina doing the voice of it and stuff. So... One thing that's kind of weird, though, is... I want to point this out. Is like, there hasn't... I bet, like, during this whole, like, lockdown, people staying home, I bet you're going to see a lot more Bigfoots out and about. I just realized that. Uh, the Flash, Batwoman, and Supergirl have release dates on the CW. BST's and Spider-Man Clone Saga. So, first, let's read about... The return dates for The Flash, Batwoman, and Supergirl. Let's see. Uh, CW has announced the release dates for Ash, Batwoman, Supergirl, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Riverdale. Drew and Katie Keen. I don't know what the fuck Katie Keen is, but okay. Sold or delayed for a season and are pushed back. Uh, Nancy Drew returns with new episodes starting Wednesday, April 8th. Riverdale returns April 15th, Wednesday. Katie Keen, I don't know who Katie Keen is, but Thursday, April 16th. The Flash, DC's Legends of Tomorrow will air new episodes Tuesday, April 21st. Batwoman and Supergirl will air new episodes Sunday, April 26th. You know, one thing I want to point out. I mean, they might have more success due to, like, no football or baseball. You fuckers took those away. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. Like, no baseball. No baseball season. No spring training. That is what's killing me, I think. That is what's really just annoying me because it's like anytime there's like baseball season or spring training I immediately am watching it I am watching baseball (laughs) none of that like when the XFL ended its season early I was crushed (laughs) I was upset, aggravated pissed off cursing (laughs) everything (laughs) Like, I was just, I, you know, and I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, the XFL isn't real football. It's not like the NFL. Fuck you. I love football. And was I upset over the Rams leaving? No. You know, I was more upset about one of my favorite baseball players I watched growing up leave, Alvar Pujols went to Los Angeles. The Angels. I was more upset about that. Because it's just, you know, Albert Pujols was... still is, like, one of the larger-than-life baseball players in St. Louis. A legend. And now he's just, like, looked at as, like, oh, you know, he's an old man who brings nothing to the Angels. It's like... That's what bothers me the most. Is like... This guy was like the next Stan Musial. Basically, you know, the next Stan Musial in the making. From the beginning. And he became like this... I mean, he didn't really, like, become like Stan Musial. He just... He forged his own name and records. And that was one of the things that was so great. Like, I remember, you know... When Scott Rowland left... Scott Rowland is one of my favorite players as well. The greatest third baseman in baseball history. I don't care if people say, you know, Jeter or you know, A Rod or whatever. It's like A Rod played. I think A Rod played third for Seattle and the Rangers. I think he moved to shortstop. Yeah, I think. I think he moved to shortstop. When he joined the Yankees, because I think Jeter was the third baseman, and it made no sense that the Yankees had like two third basemen, and so one of them had to move to, <laughs> one of them had to move to short. <laughs> no way! Yeah. yeah, Jeter was the shortstop. A Rod, you know, was a shortstop, and A Rod had to move to third. My, mind, my brain is like trying to think um, yeah A-Rod became the third baseman my mind was just kind of like slow today <laughs> but Scott Rowland was you know the toughest third baseman in baseball the dude played with one arm <laughs> he injured his shoulder he played with one arm. I mean, he outplayed David Freeze, in my opinion, and David Freeze was a damn good third baseman. It was a travesty what happened to him with the Cardinals, like they dumped him off, and he went to like different teams: Pittsburgh, um, the Angels for a while, Pittsburgh, um, I think the Dodgers think. I'm trying to remember where he went. Um, But, you know, it, the point I'm making is like, you, know, you see all these great players go and it's like, the point I'm making is when Albert left, it, I believe it affected more of St. Louis than the Rams leaving. Because the Rams were out the door, basically. Even though they were with St. Louis, but they wanted out because, you know, you had Kroenke, who is one of the worst sports owners in history, who I'm sure is enjoying this virus because his wife is one of the Walmart people, and Walmart is basically enjoying this virus as much as anybody, I'm just being an asshole saying that because I fucking hate Walmart (laughs) fuck them (laughs) fuck them and their toilet paper shortage I have toilet paper by the way I'm just you know it's ridiculous how people take up all the toilet paper and they turn that fucking aisle into candy fuck them So, I, I don't look forward <laughs> I don't look forward to tomorrow. I, I, I really don't, because tomorrow will be April 1st. Um, I am in no mood for jokes, if someone tries to make an April Fool's joke. I will basically throw them against a the wall like Batman did to that thug in Dawn of Justice. <laughs> so, I don't look forward to it because I have errands to run tomorrow. Uh, not really going anywhere. Just two stores and home. That's it. Um, and I had to pay my cell phone bill because um, I need it. <laughs> but I don't look forward to it because you know. Because I mean, like the thing I don't I don't look forward to is like. Usually when I get paid, I will go to, like, the comic book store and I will buy comics. I will go there buy comic books and chat with the people and out the door. All that's gone because stores are closed. So, basically, like, the only two stores that are open is Walmart, Dollar Tree, Dollar General... And that's it. That is it. Like no other stores. Not GameStop. <laughs> nothing. Like this is like a joyless world of shopping. And I I hate that. Like I don't like I I have nothing against the people who work at Walmart. I really don't. I need to pick up some bubbly. Hmm, <laughs> you can taste the strawberry. Mm, I love strawberry. So for me, it's just it, it's just that thing. Like I, I know this episode is supposed to be like talking about comics and cracking jokes. I, I will get to Gotham High, but I just I felt like. I felt like today I just felt like talking about random things that I yeah, I enjoy. <laughs> Strawberry emoji. Mm. The flavor is just perfect. Um <laughs> So like, you know, for me, it's just, I don't, I enjoy it. Like, let me tell you, let me tell you people, like, what you will see in the book area. And I wrote this at Half Price Books. I miss you. <laughs> like, I, that is what I wrote to them. Like, I miss you. I miss going into that store, going through all the books in that store, going to comics, uh, trade paperback book, you know, comics, uh, all that. And now, when you go to Walmart, you will see this you will see the teen books, the kids' books, magazines that honestly nobody buys, uh, religious books, where there's no problem with that, none whatsoever. None whatsoever, except Joel Stein. He could go to hell. I don't like Joel Stein. I don't like that feel good. You got to feel good. You have seed faith, but your, you your seed and faith. Put your money there. That's basically Joel Osteen. It's like go fuck yourself, dude. Speaking in tongues all oh, shit. Go go to hell. I'm not making this up. I used to watch Faith Church until he started speaking in tongues. So I was just like, I'm out. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to give my money to you people. I need God, not, you know, here, here's my, here's 20 bucks. Thank you. I don't need that. Um, so, anyway, there's that. The magazines uh, buy digital books. I don't know who buys digital books. And finally, there is the smutty cheap romance novels the smutty cheap romance novels where the cover of the book is basically a shirtless dude with six pack abs and a woman holding him touching him all that all those fucking books on four shelves the big majority of it and the only ones who buy that books are lonely 60 year old grandmas. I don't know who the fuck buys those books. who buys them? Yeah you know, and the thing is and I'm gonna point this out as a dude as a dude I find that kind of offensive. Alright. I find that kind of offensive. I find it just as offensive as Fifty Shades of Grey. Because, just like, really? Like, feminist buys (laughs) buys those books. Like, have you you read that? Like, it's like Magic Mike. I find that movie offensive. Why is that movie there on Mother's Day shelves? Like, who the fuck buys that movie for their mom on Mother's Day? You know how awkward of a conversation that would be? Oh, that's... Would you imagine, like, the conversation between two women on the phone? Oh, that's so wonderful. They bought you, you know, roses and, you know, a rose bush and all that. Well, my son just bought me uh, Fifty Shades of Grey and Magic Mike. Like who the fuck buys that? Who buys that at all? I seen that on mother on the Mother's Day shelves and I'm thinking like, oh shit! Like really? Like I, as a person, I as a guy, I find that offensive. Like it's like first off, you here's the thing. If you're a feminist, if you're like an Ashley Judd feminist who wears a pussy hat, you have no right to complain about gender equality when you buy Magic Mike or Fifty Shades of Grey. You don't. You lose that privilege to talk about equality while you're watching a dude stripping his clothes off dancing for you Or a dude tying a woman down and fucking her. You don't have no (laughs) equality to talk about that. And I'm a feminist, dude. Uh, You know, I support women's rights, women's equality. I am, you know, like the uh, Stieg Larson type feminist. I believe that women should have rights to go anywhere they want, do anything they want. They shouldn't be covered with a giant bed sheet where all you see is their eyes you should not do that to women women should have the right to express themselves at all times say what they want to say say how they feel that's how it is marriage and relationship is a two way street it's just a lot of us guys aren't driving the car (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so for me it's just like I find these type of cheap smutty romance books offensive why is it that these books take the majority of the shelves like I read books like if I want to read a book I find a good book like when I found the Catwoman um, the Catwoman novel on the DC icons, I was surprised and stunned. Because they don't have those type of books on the shelves. They really don't. They don't have a lot, like they had comic books in the book section. Now they moved it back to the original section where everybody just walks past it and don't even see it, or acknowledge it. Except me, and people will look at me like, that dude reads comics. How weird. (laughs) How weird is that? He buys out Batman miniature figures. And he reads comics. How weird. Like, I'm not making this up. Like I always get the look from people, like, when I buy comic books. Like, are, the people are like, are you kind of old for to read that? It's just like, fuck you. I read whatever I want. <laughs> like, when I bought the Joker, bo- or the Joker no- uh, movie. So I was going to say novel. I never bought the novel. Um, I did check it out once by... Brian Azarello, Joker and it's not that bad um, if you like Azarello's writing then by all means I do that my, I do that too my love they do the same This the, the funniest thing that ever happened to me was when I bought the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie and I ended up giving it to my sister like my sister been waiting my oldest sister who I talked about about the Doritos and Mountain Dew uh <laughs> uh she's not the one who needs to go to the doctor it's my second oldest sister. My uh anyway, when I bought the Joker movie, this woman just looked at me and looked scared shitless. <laughs> Cuz there weren't a lot of many people buying that movie. A lot of people were very hesitant at buying it because they heard things about um, you know, on the news, like fear mongering over the Joker movie and all that bullshit. This woman looked at me, and was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> white boy buying a Joker movie." <laughs> so, this woman just looked at me like, and just like, "Can I see? Can, can I see your ID?" Because you have to show your ID when you buy an R rated movie. Which is weird, but it's like, okay. So, I, sh- I I showed this woman my ID, and I got the Joker movie, and this woman just looked at me. She just, like, watched me walk out the fucking door of the store, because <laughs> this woman was just like, this dude just bought the Joker movie, <laughs> and I guess they're, yeah, really, yeah, really, <laughs> and I guess they're thinking like I'm gonna come back with my hair dyed green wearing a red suit start dancing I guess that's what they're thinking or yelling you get what you fucking deserve (laughs) whatever and I'm just sitting I'm just like and I walked out and my dad's like what I was just like did you not see that he goes what I was just like this woman just stared at me buying the Joker movie Like what the hell was that? And I watched the movie and uh my my sister enjoyed it. My sister loved it because she's a she loves Joaquin Phoenix. She just loves any film. She loves Walk the Line. Like she just loves Joaquin Phoenix's work. And she cried watching the movie her. And like she fucking loves everything that dude does in film. And she's like, I really love this movie. I was like, you can have it. (laughs) Like, I watched it once, and I was... I walked away going, like... Questioning my morality. (laughs) Like, questioning everything I do. And the movie... That's the thing about the movie, is... The movie is so beautiful. But you walk away, like... Questioning yourself. And the world around you. And... I I read and heard things like they were doing they're talking about doing a sequel to Joker with you know Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips coming back. And for me, I would love to see it. I would love to see not only a Joker movie, but a Batman movie by Todd Phillips. Like a Batman movie setting in that universe. Even though I think Robert Pattinson will bring the same style and ability performance that Joaquin Phoenix did with Joker because Robert Pattinson I think is going to be a really really damn good Batman you know and a lot of people were just like I, I remember when he was first cast I was like one of those people like really like and, and the thing was like I didn't go like oh Edward Cullen playing Batman no like I was just thinking, like wow, really? Like until I I watched um, Good Time, uh, Bell Amy, I think is what's the film's called, and uh, Lighthouse, part of the Lighthouse, you know, trailers and clips and stuff. And I was thinking, like I could definitely see it. I I like Good Time was like a good fucking movie, man. Like like that was just like this dude just went deep into that role yeah uh, yeah that's what the film's called uh, I think Bell Ami is what it's called um, I think it's what it's called Yeah, Bell Amy is a drama history about a uh, it's about Robert Pattinson who plays a morally bankrupt schemer rises in the upper echelon of par uh, Persian society, Persian society by seducing serious powerful wealthy mistresses. So he plays a guy who seduces a lot of women and It means my good friend, or something. He was good in that film. Like he, and the funny that uh, it's, it was a good it was a good film, because when you see him wear the top hat and the suit and stuff, you're going like, that's a dude from Batman, <laughs> Gotham by Gaslight. It it was you know. He played you know he he gets really into the roles and stuff like when I seen the movie Map of Our Stars he deserves to play Batman forever <laughs> like i felt bad for him in that movie <laughs> like i was just like this poor guy had to do a sex scene with Julianne Moore. And he did not look comfortable. And of course he did say in the interview that he did not feel comfortable doing that scene. And I was just like, this poor bastard deserves to play Batman. And there's nothing against Julianne Moore. Like... Julia Moore was at that time where she wanted to do nude scenes and other fucking crazy scenes. To show off her body and all that shit. And it's like, lady, you're... You're you're 40. No. Enough. And... This poor bastard had to do that scene. (laughs) And... Immediately, I'm just like, this guy deserves to play Batman. (laughs) Like, if he had to do that scene... And he was not comfortable. Let him play Batman. And... Watching him do the tra- uh, the trailer and stuff. And I got a lot of the Christian Bale vibes. Like, I was like, this dude... Is definitely going to go Christian Bale. That was a phone in the background. <laughs> this dude is going to go Christian Bale. On Batman. He... And hearing the things that he did, like he ate dirt or mud, and he was punching himself in the lighthouse to get really in the into like this intense scenes, and he was like hitting himself. I'm thinking, like, this dude's fucking crazy. That's good. <laughs> like, I, I part of me wishes that they would carry a camera, and you could just see how he prepares for the role of Batman. Like, imagine the craziest, sh- the craziest shit he's gonna do. Where there's like a moment where Batman has like, you know, has a bloody lip or something from getting punched, and he's like, "No, no, no, I don't want the fake blood." And he punches himself in the mouth to bust his lip open. I'd be like, "That dude is fucking crazy." Like, imagine if he does that. Like, that is crazy. Like. Like, would you imagine that? Like, all of a sudden, someone tells Christian Bale that he's like, "I didn't do that." It'd be like Robert Pattinson just topped Christian Bale. I'm punching himself. <laughs> like, like for me, I'm just like, this dude wins it. And the thing is, I, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna miss you know Ben Affleck playing Batman. I really do. And. By the way, there's a lot of people. I, I want to point this out to something. Um, a lot of people probably, you know, probably upset that you know there's not going to be any Batman merchandise um, for the movie The Batman. I found this on T uh, T Public, which uh, has like artists, independent artists, and designers making their own T-shirts. And Lilo just woke up from her nap. for those who don't know. Lilo sleeps and she wakes up from her nap. Um, anyway, this person named, uh, this artist has made a Batman t-shirt based on the designs of the Batman. Um, on Public. The designer and it's designed and sold by a designer named Papa Bat. <laughs> um and no, uh, the person did not ask me to like plug their shirt and stuff. Uh he makes not only like t shirts, he makes wallet wall art, phone case and stuff. And a hoodie. And it has the Pattinson bat symbol and the um he named a Batman in red. It's a really cool shirt. Um, I just wanted to tell people that in case, you know... And there's also... Yeah, he also made, like, one which is just, like, the logo design of the Batman symbol. Um, just kind of wanted to tell everybody that because it's a really cool design. I might end up buying it. I, I don't know. Like... I probably will buy it. <laughs> so, for me, I, I, I found it, I, you know, just kind of wanted to throw that out there to everybody, and there's, like, one I really like, which is by, um, there's, like, one cool design I really like, which is the Lego, <laughs> the Lego Batman, um. There's one with an owl. I was thinking about buying that for my sister. (laughs) For those who don't know, there's a story where she shot at an owl trying to get her chickens. But I was like, it's probably a chicken hawk, but, you know. So, I just wanted to tell everybody about the the Batman thing. You know, like... I, I can't wait to see what they bring out for the Batman. Especially Legos. <laughs> I cannot wait. Um, also, there's a really cool thing I wanted, I wanted to talk about. I found uh, this online on the Batman News, and we'll talk about it and we'll wrap up the show and stuff. I have a lot of things to do. Not really. <laughs> um, Just my do my workout routine ships and set ups and I walk around the house so um anyway this one's pretty funny uh, Funko Pop Batman uh Batman Funko Pop Films shows Michael Keaton and George he's Batman's doing a face off um which is really cool Where is it at? I'm trying to find the... Oh, here it is. McFarlane Toys... McFarlane Toys shared the first images... of Welcome Asylum, Batman, and Joker. McFarlane Toys has shared their new product pages... of the first two upcoming DC Multiverse figures... We have new details of the upcoming Batman and Joker from the Arkham Asylum. Um, is really really cool looking. Like they, they, like they are so accurate on the designs and look of it. Of it, a uh, Batman and Joker. It's very cool. Very like, I can't wait to see it. Um, I did buy the McFarlane like. Batman from Batman the animated series and it's really it's really cool Um, the figure the figures are like 20 they're 20 bucks I noticed some people it's $20 it it's really they're really cool looking figures I will say this like they they're worth the $20 I'm not plugging it mind you I am not getting paid for plugging their action figures. I'm just saying as a person who collects Batman stuff these figures are really in you know, they're really in detail. Like, McFarlane makes these figures worth the money. And stuff. And I I, I bought one which I have the Batman the Animated Series because I fucking love the animated series. Like they had like two different ones. They had the Jim Lee uh, Detective Comics 1000 figure. Uh, they had the Harley Quinn animated series. They had the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey one, which I talked about before, which I saw this woman wearing the Birds of Prey, <laughs> the Birds of Prey Harley Quinn jacket, buying the Harley Quinn figure from Birds of Prey, which I didn't like. I didn't make a joke. I didn't make a you know arrogant you know ignorant comment about it. I was just like, oh, you know, somebody likes Harley Quinn. That's cool. That's great. You know, like I, I, my, I, I will say this: I respect that woman because she had she was carrying her geek flag, putting it down, going like, "This is what I am." Like wearing that jacket, respect, <laughs> respect. You know, that's what I, I that's why I give somebody like that. You know, you are carrying your geek flag and banner, but pride. That's awesome. That's cool. Uh, I wear Batman shirts. I look like a... <laughs> it's kind of funny, though, because, like, some... Like, it's funny, though, like, my sister asked me, like, do you ever get tired of wearing those shirts? I'm like, this is who I am. <laughs> Deal with it. This is who I am. I wear a Batman shirt. I have my Batman bright-ass yellow and black shoes. This is who I am. Deal with it. <laughs> I love you. I love who you are. Aw. I love who you are more, my love. I am that person. I am. I, I. You know, you have to be proud for who you are. That's why I said, like, Batman. Batman. The entire, like, comic book culture is just an amazing thing. It's like. Um. You're basically who you are as a person. Like the character, the reason you connect with the characters so much is that you see a part of yourself in them, or you see who you are in that character and stuff. You know, from Batman, Catwoman to Jason Todd to even the Marvel universe. I'd be honest with you, if, if there's anyone who's like Tony Stark, I'm surprised they're not dead. <laughs> just for being, like, like, being an asshole to people, like, you know, so, and, and the thing about it is, you know, it. it's the amazing thing about, you know, comic book culture and stuff is just that, i be honest, like, I don't... Like, one thing I don't understand is, like, people who, like, I connect with the Joker, but once you see the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, you're kind of like, yeah, I can definitely see there's people who have a connection to the Joker. Like, you know, that's the thing about, you know, I that's the thing about geek culture is like, there's many different people who have connection to characters, I still don't understand the Joker. <laughs> um, it's the same way. It's like it's like uh, Superman. Like I don't understand Superman, but I'm sure there's somebody who does. Which, you know, I get that. <laughs> but honestly, how can you like? How can you be a Boy Scout and stuff? Like, how can you be? you know, like superman i don't know but anyway um, the the figures for the McFarlane DC multiverse they they look really really good they look amazing they look like like straight out like i wouldn't say straight out of the video game but yeah but straight out of the video game design like you have the joker who has... Remember those crazy teeth where Batman has to, like, destroy them with a Batarang? It has that, um... I did this. I look... And has Joker's gun. Um, I will say this. I cannot wait for them to do... Um... Arkham... Arkham City? I can't wait to see... Like, if they do, like, Arkham City where it has, like, Batman and Catwoman, I am going to buy both. <laughs> Especially the Catwoman one. I I would carry that action figure everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't let it go. <laughs> it's like, I love that figure. <laughs> I, I think they do have Catwoman... Arkham City action figure. Let me look and see if they do on the Amazon. Catwoman. <laughs> Arkham City. Let me see. Do, do, do. Do, 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 oh my god, they do. DC Direct. Catwoman Arkham City Series 2 action figure. It's perfect. Ooh, they got different kinds. (laughs) Uh, Let's see... Hmm. let me see what the other one is the other one's like okay they're kind of asking a crazy price for oh it's the Arkham Knight one Hmm. holy shit $62 for one damn hmm I don't know if I could buy... I don't know if I could buy it, like... Oh, my God. They got... This one's really... This one's adorable. Cat... uh, Collectors... DC Collectibles... DC Artist Alley. Catwoman by Joe... Led... Ledbetter... Designed. It's Catwoman. Literally a cat. A cartoon cat... <laughs> that is that is adorable. So um anyway. Oh, this one's really cool. This is a um DC Comics Arkham Batman Arkham Knight video game Art FX statue. So it's basically Batman kicking in through a wall. Huh. Hmm. They got Penguin, which is like a penguin with an umbrella gas gun. Robin as a Robin bird. Batman as a bat. (laughs) That is adorable. I... I do. Uh, we do have the Catwoman, white and black statue figure. Damn, they got one Batman one, which is Batman by Chris Yugama. One hundred and twenty-five dollars for that fucking figure. That is that is insane but anyway, um, I love the little Catwoman cartoon cat figure. $11 for it. That's not a bad... That's not a bad offer for that one. Um, Those are really adorable. I love the Batman one. Batman is a cartoon... As a bat. Uh, (laughs) And the Penguin one... The Penguin one I really dig. Like, I it's a little penguin with a little, uh, penguin, you know, cigarette with a umbrella gas gun. And I I really like it, so, um, anyway, uh, we're wrapping up the podcast and stuff. Um, yeah, basically I just talked for like an hour, (laughs) an hour and 30 something minutes about random things. Um, Shit, I forgot to talk about Gotham High. we'll, we'll get covered and over with now. Um, I, I will say this: Gotham High. It really just doesn't. I don't know. The book just really doesn't speak to me. Like when you when you look at a book and it's like. The thing is like I, I don't really care for. The writing, I don't. I, I think the art, the writer. Um, I think the writer just came in with her own idea of like what she wants in Batman stories and stuff. And like it, you know. Like when you come in, you're writing a Batman story or something. You should respect the characters and the previous writers and artists who made the characters great. Like, you shouldn't come in and be like, you know, I'm going to take a movie idea and a TV show I like and, you know, force those into the Batman thing. It doesn't work. It does not work. You look at Superman Returns, where Brian Singer was like, Devil's Wear Prada. I was reaching out to that crowd. And it's like... No, dude. Like, the the women who. People who go see devils wear Prada. Aren't gonna watch a dude in fucking blue tights and red cape. Flying around. Nobody's gonna watch. None of those people are gonna watch that. And stuff. Um. You know, especially where that dude is standing outside. Of Lois Lane's house, watching her and her family eavesdrop on a fucking conversation. <laughs> nobody's gonna root for that guy. They're gonna be like, that dude is a super creep. <laughs> Instead of a superman, he's super creep. Nobody's gonna watch that movie, and nobody's gonna care. This woman, flat out, basically from the interview I read in yesterday's show, she really doesn't fucking care about the characters. She more cares about the, you know, spicy drama, and the love triangle, the... That's what it is. And that's what she cares about. She doesn't care about the characters. It's like when you read Catwoman Under the Moonlight, that writer and artist really, really cared about Catwoman, Selina Kyle. They cared about that character they took their time writing and drawing it and made that book perfect perfect Um, (laughs) and you felt the, the emotions of the character not just from the writing but the artwork this book just does not have any flat out emotions none like, I looked at the artwork for the changing of the canon of Batman's parents dying. I had no emotions or feelings whatsoever in the artwork or in writing. That was it. Like, it, it just felt empty. And that's what this book feels like. It feels like an empty book. And people are giving it four-star reviews on Amazon and Whatever there is none there's no feelings or emotions or you know rooting for the characters there's none of it this book is just empty hollow none whatsoever and stuff and you know if there, if people are going to buy the book that's great good for them good for you you know i'm not saying not buy the book Buy it. I don't care. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm not going to be the one buying a book. I'm going to skip it. You know. If there was one book that was available to buy, I would buy Teen Titans Go to Camp. You know. So, um, by the way, for those who are wondering, if um, if you're in the Show Me State or anywhere else in, in the U.S. Go to Walmart and buy comics. <laughs> like that's now like the one thing you have to do. Like, I, I pretty, I'm pretty sure DC Giant Books are going to be there. Um, after this podcast is uploaded, it's probably not. I'm probably going to go there and I'm just going to be like Darth Vader in the end of uh, Star Wars Episode Three, yelling no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Now like for me I, I feel like this Car- Eric Cartman where people are going like, You have to go to the store and buy stuff Me, I'd be like this. <laughs> My neighbors are letting their dogs run loose. That's the bad thing about the fucking virus is my neighbors <laughs> it's basically it for me as Cartman like going to the stores <laughs> screw you guys I'm going home <laughs> um, the bad thing about this virus, especially here where I live is there's no one has the virus. That's good news. The bad news is people let their dogs fucking run loose because people are scared to walk outside. Just not my neighbor who mows his grass. He doesn't care, apparently. But my neighbors let their dogs run loose. And they run loose. They don't go after the cats, which is great because if they did, I would go out there with a shovel and start whacking. <laughs> like, get away from my cats, you assholes. Um, but, especially the psychedelic looking cat. That cat's pregnant, so leave that cat alone. So, um, except Bane, like the cat named Bane. I mean, he will beat the shit out of any small dog. <laughs> like, again, this small, yappy dog did not learn anything from the last encounter with Bane. Like, Bane was standing out in the yard sunbathing. Because that's what he does. And here comes this yappy little dog, and Bane looks up at it going, uh oh. We meet again. Wonder what will break first this time? Your spirit or your body <laughs> <laughs> But Again it came back. It's probably it was probably like the cat Bane. I na- I named it Bane because this cat is Huge! This cat is big. He's bigger than a Shih Tzu. So the dog came back, and Bane just had this look on his face. Ah, uh-huh. so you came back for another ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> this dog came up and. Bane was not amused. i would never seen a cat in my life tackle a dog and pin it on the ground. That's what this cat did. I was standing in the kitchen doing dishes. I was washing up a plate and stuff and I saw it I saw this cat tackle this dog and I'm thinking holy shit (laughs) and this dog was yelping like the cat wasn't hurting it it was a small little dog I take it it was a puppy so this cat got this cat tackled this dog this dog is yelping and all of a sudden I see my dad go out there and go like, cat, get away from that dog leave that, dog alone. that little dog alone <laughs> and this cat just stares at my dad <laughs> and I was just like, I wish I could record this <laughs> my dad has a conversation with this cat and the cat growls at him my dad's like, I ain't afraid of you you big-ass thing, you. <laughs> it walks away. And the little dog's trying to, like, you know, right out to get out of the yard. <laughs> and he walks back in the house. I'm like, oh, I guess you met Bane. And he goes, more like Bane in my ass. <laughs> it was just like, some of the stuff he says makes no Sense whatsoever, but it is perfect to hear it because he will say shit that is just like sometimes offensive but funny, like no toilet paper, no toilet paper. How am I supposed to wipe my ass? <laughs> just. <laughs> <clears throat> And the social distancing is amusing because he laughs at people who take it serious. Like, like the social dis... I I, I was just like, like one time we were in the bookstore before they closed it down. I was just like, i seen this lady wearing a mask. He goes, oh my God, keep your distance. I was like... Yeah, I got my distance from everybody, even you. He goes, Oh, thanks a lot, jerk. <laughs> I was just like, Well, you, you know, you cough, I don't want to catch what you have. He goes, I don't have no, I don't have corona. And he yells it really loud in front of every everybody, looks. I'm just like, Oh my god. <laughs> it's just. And he, 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 like, he now makes fun of people who take it seriously and there was this dude who was kind of like looking at us with a dirty look and my dad walks up behind this dude and coughs really loud and walks away <laughs> scared the shit out of this dude to the point where this dude rushes through the store and gets out quickly i've never seen someone run to their car and put stuff in there so fast my dad's like laughing about it and and it was just amazing now my neighbors are arguing <laughs> so anyway um anyway we're gonna wrap up the podcast and uh anyway I'll be back tomorrow um I don't know what I'm gonna do (laughs) usually I'd go buy new books and talk about them but I don't (laughs) so anyway um I guess I'll talk about things I bought on Amazon since Amazon's now going to be the one delivering shit for people to buy. Um, I wish Jeff Bezos would give us Amazon Prime. <laughs> like, everybody who's going through this, he'd be like, Everybody's got Amazon Prime. If you order stuff, it'd be shipped to your house quickly and safely. I don't know if it's going to happen. But am. I wish it would. I would order like a shit ton of toilet paper. <laughs> so anyway, I will be back tomorrow. Um, guess talking about stuff I bought on Amazon since no stores are going to be open except Walmart. God willing. Um, anyway, I'll be back tomorrow. So don't forget to uh, wash your hands, keep your social distancing from people, and um, yeah, so bye.